All right, let's get going. Uh, I think it got released. Uh, Corey, Corey Coleman, um, unfortunately, hurt his knee yesterday, so we'll just have to see where, where, where it goes for him. Um, you know, feel bad for the guy because he's worked really hard, so we'll just have to see where it is. I don't have all the details right now, so uh, we'll just see where that goes. But otherwise, day two, uh, I thought yesterday was uh, a good day. It was competitive. Uh, I thought the guys uh, practiced smart, but yet we got a lot done, and I think we took one step forward yesterday. So another day today. Just to describe, I mean, we were told it was an ACL. Yeah, injury, that's so true. He's that's true. For the year, so right? most likely that'll yeah. that'll be it. Yeah. Um, Again, I mean, they're you, you know they go through the process, second opinions, and all how that much did stuff. you figure in your plans this year? Uh, well, he was, you know, he he was a guy that you know had a chance to be in there and and, and compete to either start or, or have a have a role. You're pretty sure. Sterling, we haven't talked to you since Sterling yeah. yesterday too. I mean, is there a chance he's out all of training camp? Will he be back week one? No, he'll be back soon. I mean, it's tip of his thumb, and he'll be out there running around today. I'm I'm not concerned about that one at all. Pretty short of that position now. Yeah. We'll get somebody in, I'm sure. You know, there'll be some other guys in. Uh, we, you know, we saw we brought in Damari already, and so we'll and then we'll adjust. You know, if we have to, how we practice, just to make sure we got um, got what we need. Really I don't know. We'll just. This is very new for you know, uh, and so we'll go up there and we'll discuss as we go. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, we'll, for whatever reason, adjust the roster to, to get done what we need. Pat, no surgery. No surgery for Sterling. Uh, no, no surgery. No. Pat, with Coleman, how did it happen? Just in practice, running around. Was he hit or was he? Spent? Um, I don't know if he was hit. He might. He might have bumped, but no, he was just out there playing. Where does that leave you, a kick returner? Uh, we still have guys that can do it. You know, we got uh, Latimer, uh, we have Golden Tate, uh, Britton Golden. So we've got guys back there uh, that have done it, and uh, we feel good about that. You don't want to use Jabril in that role? Was, Jabril is a guy that, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't mention him, but he's one of those guys that we could put back there at any time. Would that be a Obviously. lot for him, though, to do kick punts and play defense? I mean, yeah, I mean, we'd like to find somebody else to at least work at it. But the one thing about uh, Jabril is, you know, in a critical situation, certainly put him back there. Um, he's done it. I mean, he's a guy I've talked about. It. He can play on all four downs, and so that's good. That given Evan Ingram's skill set. Yeah. I know you flanked him as a wide receiver before. He's called sure. a tight end, but could his versatility help you yeah. in filling that? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, I think he's got wide receiver traits. I think we talked about that yesterday. And we actually use him in a detached role, you know, or what would appear to be a wide receiver role. We did it last year. And we'll continue to do that. Pat, four of your uh, receivers currently on the roster have played less than four NFL games. Mm -hmm. Does that inexperience worry you at all? Or does it kind of increase the impetus to maybe think about a veteran? Or I don't, I don't know if... The first part influences the second part. Uh, we've got a lot of young players at a lot of positions, and so we'll get the guys ready to play. And you know, I said all along, it's going to take. You know, everybody's got to do their part. And um, you know, we had guys yesterday that made plays. So, you said Janoris, uh, with Janoris, the as the veteran of that group, what do you what are you looking for him this year? Maybe a little bit of more of a leadership role. You know, what's, yeah. Well, he's going to be thrust into that leadership role by the nature of his age. He's one of the older players on defense. And, you know, talking to him through the offseason and then being with him as we start camp here, 
uh, he understands that, and I think he's he's ready to take that on. You know, I think um, sometimes you look at a guy that doesn't say much, and you think he hasn't been a leader. You know, along all along, you know, he's played well and played hard, and he's been there. You know, the one thing about Janoris is he's been very durable, and so just by the nature of doing those things, he's led. Um, and so I'm sure he'll continue to do that and maybe even do it more. Um, Sterling's thumb, obviously, it's his hands. He's got to catch the ball. But is that something that he can eventually play with if it's wrapped the right oh, way? Sure. Or? Yeah. I, I'm not concerned about Sterling. Um, I, he'll be out there. He'll, he'll be out there running around today. Do you think he'll be back catching at some point in camp? I mean, it's not. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So will he get preseason action or not necessarily? We'll see. I mean, I think we, we called him week to week. So we'll just see where it is. Um, you know, it's this part of his thumb right up here on the tip. Okay. Uh, he won't be out there yet. How close? Uh, I'm not sure yet. We'll see. What did you think of uh, Daniel Jones' first practice? I thought he did a good job. I, t I thought he uh, he made strides. Um, you know, early on, he, he didn't get, you know, I, I think there was somebody said something about his completion percentage early on, but he had two deep balls that were dropped that were, were good throws, and then you know, he finished the, the practice with high completion percentage. So uh, we tracked that all along. But within the practice, in terms of getting us in the right plays and uh, making sure we were in the right protections, and um, for the first time out, you know, in the training camp setting, I thought um, I thought he made progress. In those situational periods, do you focus more on him making the right read as opposed to how it ends up? Because the read is probably more important. Sure, sure. And you know, and I think. Uh, you know, you, you can watch a guy and, and see it, you know, live and say, well, he did this, he did that, or, you know, sometimes you got to be careful about the results, are, what the results appear to be, because we may have been trying to do certain things. You know, there's times when uh, we're trying to force the ball down the field where there may be an interception or two in practice that gets charted as something that if it happens in a game, it's not good, certainly, but there's something to learn from that. So. I think uh, as we go, we watch all the plays. We know what he's being asked to do. Um, there's times when balls get batted, times when <laughs> balls get dropped. And so you just have to be, um, from our standpoint, if he's making progress and doing what we try to ask him to do, then the mistakes he makes you learn from. So on like the deep ball to Benny Fowler that was dropped, I mean, I mean it's charted as a drop and an incomplete pass, but do you also chart it as a you know good throw, good this, yeah. good that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we chart everything, but, you know, you sort of correct it and you move on. You know, we're not. The Cowboys didn't see that play, right? I mean, so you, you learn from it. The guy that needs to learn from that was Benny, catch the ball. But I'm saying, <laughs> you know I'm saying to, to Daniel, for Daniel's thing, you know, Well, no, I mean, for your purposes to write about it, I think it's maybe important. For ours, uh, it was a good read and a good throw. Benny, catch the ball. Uh, it seems like what you think of the play Lorenzo Carter made uh, yesterday. By the way, I, I, I'm not pointing out Benny. Benny, by, Benny made a lot of nice plays yesterday. That's just, he can drop one post in a lifetime. That was it. Right. The play Lorenzo Carter made, the interception uh, in the backfield. Yeah, it was so awesome. We hear so yeah. much about his athleticism. What sure. No, that was a terrific play. And, you know, as a head coach, that's what you like to see, you know. As an offensive coach, you don't want those kind of things to happen. But when a guy makes a great individual effort like that, uh, that that was awesome. And you know, hopefully, we'll see more of that. 
when you're, like when there's guys, a lot of flags in the secondary. Is it good for these young cornerbacks to see what's going to be called in the NFL? I know it's you know, considered a little bit different. It is. It is. I think. Um, and then what you what you saw yesterday too, through the off season, the guys aren't allowed to bump and run. Right? There's really no contact. Yesterday was the first day they're out there bumping and running, and so there's a lot to be learned from your first time through it. So. Um, it's very important to have the officials here. There were a lot of things that happened yesterday uh, that we were able to clean up in the meetings last night, and then we'll come out today and make sure they get corrected. Yes, yeah, Lorenzo. I'm sorry. Okay. We've got plenty of time. Okay. Just to get back to Lorenzo. I mean, can, can he be a double-digit sack guy, and, and do you need him to be? That well, we certainly hope so. Um, you know, we've seen uh, – We've seen guys in their second year really make a jump. You know, he played a lot of really good football last year as a rookie. Um, and when I look at him, just looking at him physically, he came back. He looks, he looks like a more mature body type in his second year. And, you know, he's going to be a really fine player. So we're hopeful he can create pressure, just like Marcus Golden, who um, two years ago, I think, had 12 and a half sacks. So, you know, we've got guys there that have gotten close and, and sacked the quarterback in the past, plus X-Man, you know, and then the other guys we got at the position. How does Golden Tate's grasp of the new offense coming along? He's, he's, he's got it. He's ready, to, he's ready to go. Have you had any conversations with him about trying to find out what he likes knowing he's so explosive after the yeah, catch? Yeah, I think, I think we kind of know what he likes. And as we go through the uh, installations, you'll see, uh, depending on what the plays are that we're installing that day, certain guys through practice will get more touches than others. Um, and then as we hone in on the game plan, then we kind of focus on those plays. We didn't see much of Antonio Hamilton as a DB last year. We just sure. saw him really as a gunner is where he stood yeah. out for you guys. Obviously, he makes a play yesterday at DB. Where does he fit in a corner with you guys, and what yeah. do you like about him in that spot? Well, he's competing there, and we've got a better feel for him, and that really was a terrific play yesterday to punch the ball out and then score with it. So. You know, he's he's in that group with those those guys trying to make the team. He, he obviously uh, did a lot of good things on special teams a year ago. That sometimes gets you on the roster, and then you kind of grow on the roster into another position, which obviously would be corner for him. With all the draft picks in that spot, I know we talked about it in the spring about yeah. all those guys are competing. Can a guy like Hamilton, who showed as good as he can be on special teams, can that elevate him and kind of keep him on a level playing field with the draft picks, or Certainly. is that a hard thing when you're chasing a roster spot? Well, I don't know. I, you know, I think when guys, you know, show that they can play on teams, especially skill position guys, you know, the gunner, uh, cover the gunner type guys, um, it, you know, that they, they have a role on the team, and so then once they're on the team, their, you know, their role can expand. Uh, Last one. Sort of reminded everybody he's won a lot of games before Odell was here. And whenever you have a guy who is such a big personality exiting, is it almost important to remind your team, hey, this was a very successful franchise before this guy was here, and it will go on doing exactly the same. I don't make much of that. You know, I think we move on, and those become issues of the day. You know, and I. Uh, and quite frankly, I don't have much response to those comments. Did you like Eli just sort of firing back a little bit? I think Eli is a very competitive guy and very prideful. That's, that's what I like. But again, those are issues of the day that really don't concern me.